test one. What do you got? Your level test three, test four. That's good. We are we work together. <laughs> we are consecutive. Welcome to the Eric Andrews Lang Show, Tony. Thank you. It doesn't. It. This is. It. This should have. This episode more than any other should have a different title. This doesn't feel like the like Eric Andrews Lang Show. Tony Napton Show. <laughs> it feels like our show. This is more of a sneak, a peek behind the curtain. We we well, first of all. Your your title with Random Golf Club is product designer. I think it's art director. Oh, and yeah. then I wear multiple other hats, so I don't, I'm not really sure. The we were we were exploring another moniker. Merch Lord was one. What, what like I feel like we could get to the bottom of that. Where it came from? No, like just what a uh, what we could what we could call you. I mean, it's a lot. This is it's. This could take days. We could be here for a minute, but it's okay. Yeah, the merch lord thing came from from Planet Zolan. Oh, I he's see. the one that kind of gave me that title, and I ran with it. Zolan, our app developer. A conversation with Tony, random golf club merch lord. Yeah, I like it. First of your name. No, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm so deep into Game of Thrones right now. <laughs> Let's 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 name you like Game of Thrones. I feel like it has to be centered around Jon Snow, oh. because I feel like I've spoiler alert um, died a few times. Oh yeah, like yeah. in real life, just within RGC. Oh, <laughs> wait, that's not true. <laughs> Why do you feel that way? I mean, the last probably nine weeks have been pretty pretty crazy. Oh, died from exhaustion. Just yeah. Oh, you made me think that someone had called you a traitor and stabbed you. Oh no, not yet. Anyway, not yet. By the way. <laughs> This episode's filled with spoiler alerts, so either watch <laughs> Game of Thrones or just cover your ears. Really, it's been a tough. It's been a tough winter. <laughs> Sorry, winter came for sure. Yeah. Um, I think the combination of holiday season being our first like big holiday season was a lot, and then moving to Austin. Obviously, we moved like three days after uh, Cyber Monday, which I would never suggest anybody to do. Especially if your job is is much Cyber Monday, around. that that's your that's your Super Bowl. Yeah, that yeah. So instead of going to Walt Disney, I went <laughs> I went to Austin. <laughs> I went to like who did your move? What company? Was it a company we know? Uh, it was one of the big ones. I don't remember which one though. Yeah, you hated them basically, is what you're saying. No, they were great. Oh, huh. just the process of moving with a family though. Is, I think that's a little different. Yeah. Um. Well, let's let's go back. I I I I have such fond feelings of the way relationships develop and progress. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And yours and mine is almost like it's the equivalent. I feel in my for my, for me, it's like even though we only met digitally two and a half years ago, basically when Josie was born. Yeah, that's kind of how I remember it. My like experience of that is that we rode BMX bikes together as five-year-olds is that we played and had fun. And I think that's because when we met random golf club was, uh, not a business. Yeah. It was just an idea and an idea that you didn't even tell me about when we first met, like that kind of came after the fact. Really? Mm -hmm. What did we talk about when we first went up? I don't remember that. Um, I, I did some YouTube graphics for you. Um, yeah, I did some like other graphic stuff for your. I did some animation work for a couple projects you did. For what? For the. Um, Go one, caddy now. No, 
It involved like cities and golf courses in those cities. Oh yes, this was the USGA. Yes, that's uh, right. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's right. So then that progressed from me doing design work to me being like, hey, you know, my background is actually in apparel. You have, you know, you're growing pretty, pretty good here. You should probably do something. Right. And then, and, but, and then we came out with the, the dumb, the, the, the simple logo, Mm -hmm. which by the way, if you're listening to this right now, if we have it on YouTube as well, I want to see this first hat. Do you have it with you or do you want me to go get one? Check us out on YouTube here. Tony's yep. Tony's going to show us yep. essentially the first. Well, one of them. The first, you, you show him that and talk about it. I'm going to go get the other one. This is the first hat we ever made. Well, we came out with six. This oh, was, remember it was six. Yeah, they had like Eric Anders Lang Show, um, Snowball, Country Club Dropout. There's another one. And then the last edition was Random Golf Club. Um, but... I have I checked out the emails last night and the random golf club one actually came after these ones. That was like a last minute addition. Like like the last second? So I sent off the designs for these, the first run, and it had like snowball and country yeah. club drop or whatever. That one's probably worth some money. I heard people thought that this was a drug reference, the snowball visor. I don't understand. Is it? it? No. No, it's no. I didn't name my dog. He just came with that name. But before people knew what Snowball was, they were just like, what the? Like, it's a weird name to have on a visor with no reference. That's so, what makes it great, though. So, and then this came out as, yeah. a, as an so afterthought. I, I looked up some emails uh, before the pod, and we sent off designs without Random Golf Club. And then we must have had a late night conversation, which we had often. And you wanted to throw that in. You kind of explained to me at that time what Random Golf Club was. And like, let's just, you know, we're only doing like literally a dozen of each hat. So it might as well. And then we released them. Random Golf Club sold like 10 to 1. And then my, my branding brain kind of just like light bulbs started popping. And that's, that was the, the genesis of it. Yeah, that's so, it's so funny for me to hear the story, right? Because, you know, we, we both rem- we, we remember the same story differently as a matter of fact, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's a guarantee. That's the only thing we can rely on is that we'll see something differently, meaning two people. But I think what's so interesting even further than that is like just how at every intersection, Random Golf Club was like, was like the last option or it was the least likely option or it was the least bright. It was the least obvious. It was, it was the one that no one was really banking on kind of. Yeah, no, that's accurate. It's a pretty wild idea. So, so we made this hat. I I do feel like this is special. Yeah, you need to you need to put that in a case. I do think about it, and it is just like it it it. We do need to revisit this somehow. Ten year anniversary. Ten, whoa, dipped in gold. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, we go back to when we first message each other because yeah. my because I, I i did i dug it up uh last night kind of going through all this stuff and it was it was great um and it reminded me of our messages i want to hear your side first and then i'll explain mine yeah so my side was i had posted a, a instagram story of um of uh this sign at this ad agency that i was at and it was the um 
the ad agency that had created the incredible campaign for Apple called um, Here's to the Crazy Ones. And it was this incredible poem about non-conformity and how that leads to, you know, great things. And I've always, obviously, you know, felt like that's my drum, you know? And you and I was wearing a pair of shoes that I had designed myself on the Adidas website. At that time, I was working with Adidas, and they gave me a discount on... At the, they don't do it anymore, but at the time, you could create your own Ultra Boost. And so I had made my own Ultra Boost, and most people really thought they were pretty ugly. Like, they were a little too intense. <laughs> but you liked them. And of them. course, I liked them, yeah. And you, I think you said nice kicks. Yep. And I don't remember after that. Everything after that's a blur. Now we're here. <laughs> I screenshot it. You did? Yeah. So then you follow with thanks. You know, your page is six, sick, which is my, my Radry page, which we can maybe get into. But, um, and you asked, you know, where I'm out of and some questions. And then. Because I think I'd already followed you. You followed me after I messaged you. Okay. So this was July 31st. So then I, I kind of filled you in with my background a little bit. And you said, right, man, I, I love it. You know, we should talk, whatever. And then August 28th, um, you must have reposted one of my pieces. It was the uh, it was probably the three putt um, uh, post Malone. I oh love yeah, that. so that's you, right. So you photoshopped a picture of Post Malone's face, and you said, "It says I always." And then in reality, what does it say? It says always under one eye, and then tired under the other one. And so I photoshopped always three putt. And I, yeah, my Raji page was was more of like just my my creative outlet at that point. Yeah, it was your um, sketchboard for yeah. like golf. Just exactly. Ideas. So then, um, <laughs> and by the way, on the day that you messaged me to the crazy ones about the shoes, that was the day that I was with Colt and we were in Los Angeles. And that was the day we heard back about being given the opportunity to go to Scotland on an all expenses paid trip to film what would become the unofficial official guide to Scotland. And that trip was essentially the beginning of the YouTube channel. So, so it was all kind of happening at the same time. Like it was like all of a sudden, all of these kettles are starting to heat up at the same time. Yeah. I mean, you didn't even have a, I don't think you had a YouTube page yet. Oh no, we didn't. <laughs> oh God. A flag in front of my uh, my 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 man parts there. Have you seen Nude Golf AIG? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. First time hearing about it. I'm just going to binge all your vids now. I feel so behind. See you in two hours. Oh, okay. Well, what happened after that? Well, I was just like, this dude just sent me an unsolicited nude. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we even talked on the phone yet. And all of a sudden, I look I look at my messages, and there's a naked picture of you. Oh, wait. The reason why is because you posted. You posted a thing that said nude golf naturism in full swing at Australian golf course. On a golf course, I would like I wouldn't just send you that out of the blue. It was jarring. Yeah, I can see, I would be jarred. I am jarred. I'm still jarred by the memory of playing golf naked. I don't recommend it. So, uh yeah. So. And then it just kind of unfolds from there. I mean, this is the best part. 
Do you remember the original brand was going to be Snowball? Oh my goodness! Clothing company or Snowball T-shirt company? <laughs> yeah, S B T S C O. Wow, I did not remember that. Then my favorite part is the the tagline at the bottom: "See you in the showers." See you in the showers. I can't say that anymore. Everyone makes a weird face. Um, and we were going to put it on a shirt. Yeah, you're right. These are the six hats, and there is an Adventures in Golf hat, which is. Definitely not legal. Country club dropout and random golf club. They're still hanging on. That's good. But two of six, That's those are good numbers. It's not bad. Snowball t-shirt. Guys. So yeah, after we came up with this, the random golf club one did really well. And we kind of just casually continued talks about random golf club and what that was. And I, I just thought there was a great branding opportunity around that. And knowing that you wanted to do more meetups, I'm like, this is like perfect. And so initial conversations were you loosely mentioned want to do like a script kind of vibe and so i didn't know your process yet you didn't understand my process yet so i just kind of like found some fonts and and this is also i'm in la you're in wisconsin we're basically preemptively on covid protocol just basically all digital and, and we didn't meet for two years year and a half year and a half year and a half yeah at the pga show yeah it was a little bit it was a little bit under a year and a half and the whole time we had we that's we had already made the script logo hat. That's incredible. And so so this is the first these are these are fire, by the way. I like all of these now. Well, yeah, this is just fonts and I like I I didn't understand I knew a little bit of your style and stuff like that. So I just was like throwing everything at you. And then the idea was you would pick one of these and we'd push it further and customize it and make it our own. And I don't think you ended up liking any of those. And I think I just drew one myself. Let's see it. Do well, that was it? the final. Well, but do you minus, do you minus the, links. minus the links? But do you do you notice anything about it? Notice anything about the that's different random golf club? Um, does the C drop lower? Yeah, we changed the swoop in the the monogram. We ended up changing the full script, but it read a little bit like an E. Yeah. So we changed. The, we changed the look of it a little bit, but there is some merch out there that has this logo on it. Oh, this is old logo. This is like bootleg stuff right here. Yeah. One. <laughs> wow. If you're a, if you're a, uh, yeah, that's, that's so, this is, I, I don't know if it'll ever get to that point, but it's, it's, it's kind of funny to think about it. Random golf club. Yeah. That was basically first stab and you didn't have any changes. No. I mean, it's very good. Um, that actually foreshadowed much of our process moving forward where I would show you a bunch of stuff and you'd hate it all and then I would just do it myself and you'd love it. <laughs> yeah, well, how does that, what does that mean? Well, I think we're in a good place now. Um, I think I understand you, you understand me a little bit better. But when at the beginning, I mean, I'm looking at some of this old stuff, like, you remember Pin High, that, yeah. that idea? Yeah. And like, I look at these, not knowing you now, I would, like, this stuff's not good at all. Interesting. I was trying to I was trying to put myself in into somebody else's shoe and try and guess what you might like when in reality I should just have just designed it how I would have because that's what you like. That's a life lesson. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because I mean the truth is if you weren't doing what you wanted to do, well, first of all, I wouldn't really be getting what I wanted because I liked your designs. Yeah. And then also, it wouldn't really be sustainable for you. No, that's why I'm still here. Yeah, after a while, you'd be like, this sucks. I hate this. 
you know, that, that's almost like a manifestation thing. I've been kind of been reflecting on this idea recently of this, uh, this kind of idea of like, what if what you want is what everybody else wants? Interesting. Have you thought about that? Is that, is that a big idea or is it obvious? Actually, so when I was first, I got out of college, I got a graphic design degree. Um, I couldn't find a job. I was like released into the middle of a recession in 09. And I had a bit of imposter syndrome, kind of like, I think I'm a good designer, but at the end of the day, I'm from a small town in Wisconsin. And I, I look at like Minneapolis and Chicago and LA and I'm just like mind blown. And it was just, it was overwhelming for me. And I just always thought I would never get to that level because why, why would I? And so I think, you know, I battled with that quite often in the early stages. And then when I started my company, even with the success of it, I still kind of battled with that. Um, and yeah, now it's just, I've, I've really gotten to a point where I love working with you because we're on such the same wavelength that I can design as myself and I have somebody there to kind of confirm what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? Have we had any failures along the way? What, what, what has been our biggest failure, you think? Not ordering enough, <laughs> which is a great <laughs> failure to have. I mean, that's... That's the struggles of starting up a, a clothing company is like, we, we bootstrapped this thing. Like we didn't, it's not like you came to me and was like, here's a hundred K, like go have fun. It wasn't like that at all. We started with these, these hats and we sold them. Yeah. I think ordered. Was, we ordered, our first order was 12 of each hat of six hats. Yeah. I think I was stressed about that. I mean, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was probably, so that was, so that's 96 hats. That's almost a thousand dollars. I was definitely stressed about mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And that's not like, that many. Not that. That's 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 like a mis that's yeah. That's a sample run for us, basically. That's it was I remember I remember it being just like, oh my god, I hope this works. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, because it you know, but it, that, that's a real thing. And and my dad always said to me, and my dad's not an entrepreneur, he's a physicist. And I remember, you know, he knows about like kind of things that I don't know about. Like, um, you know, physics, number one, but also like, you know, he we went to college, so he knows about business a little bit and the world and interest. And I was always like, dad, should I, should I invest? Not that I have any money, but I was always, always like, should I get an IRA or should I, should I put money into an IRA? And he was always like, no, if you, if you have your own business, you have to invest all of your money in your own business. That's, that's the most likely return. And so that $960 was that, that was, that was, that's a big deal. It is. And it was successful. And we took that money and ordered more and then took that and ordered more. And we kind of just kept building it up to where we're at now. But the, the struggle design wise is you're dealing with low minimums. Like me as a designer, I want to go in and I want to like design a, like a badass jacket. I want to make the zipper yellow. I want to have like cool zipper pulls and like make the pocket orange and like custom tags. But you can't when you first start a company. I mean, the sample alone would cost half your $900, you know, like, and then the process is nine months and like, so it's, it's tough to start from ground zero again. Cause I had, I had started my own apparel company before. Um, so I knew what I was getting into, but I also knew the potential of it. And so it was, it was difficult having to tone down some of these grand ideas that I had. And then you even had just pure capabilities of what we could do at such an early stage in the company. And so I think, you know, looking at this stuff, it's kind of funny and looking at like what we're working on for 2021 and, and even 2022, it's drastically different.
but it's now we have a little more freedom. We have a little more confidence in our ordering and, you know, working schedule wise a year in advance, you know, that all plays into this. Yeah. I mean, like what part of you was like, this is sort of fun for now, but we'll see. Well, I always had Radry. So, and I was doing some other design work. Um, so it was kind of a a trial run for me, I guess. Um, but then just seeing how quickly, because I, at the time, this was a big part of it. At the time I was also doing the customer service stuff. So what people don't know is when we first started this, I was the fulfillment guy. I was actually packing the orders, answering emails, designing and sourcing. Cause this was before Jessica. Well, and first it was 60 hats. And then, and then a month later it was like, I don't, I don't, I wish we had, we should go through the orders. Cause at first it was 60 hats and then I'm sure it was a hundred. And then we hit it, the, the white script hat with the red took off and we, that was like our first big order. Yeah. We, we had, we bought a couple hundred of those. I remember. Mm-hmm. And again, I was just like, nah, this is insane. <laughs> and I remember we, we launched it, uh, while, um, we were, I was like at Royal Port Rush and it was raining and we launched it. And I remember just being like, it consumed my life that moment. And I was in another country and then a kid followed us out to the golf course and he said, yeah, I like random, I'm down with random golf club. Can I walk with you while you play this golf course? And it was a big day. Like it was like a big, like the experience to be like, you know, because it's like, it, it's like, yeah, it's funny. We've been talking about like letters and, and quantities, but none of that really reflects what we're actually talking about. Right. Yeah. So to go back to the emails, it's like, I was reading these things and I was, we had the customer service for the store linked with the main one. So I was getting all the emails. I, there was a few where I, you were offered free golf and I tempted to be Eric Anders Lang <laughs> and take advantage of those for sure. Um, but a lot of it was people telling their story and how much random golf club is you know important to them. And that's when I was just like, yeah, I can see this, you know, being my, my new thing. Can I ask you a question about that? So, so how do you describe that? Like, like the, the, you know, experience of reading that, the, whatever you're saying, what is that? So it goes back to the, my first company, which was routine baseball. I started that with a buddy of mine in college, ran out of his house basement, same exact thing. We started with like five hats or five shirts and a couple boxes and just grew it into a pretty good sized company. Um, we did a collaboration with Adidas, um, d- had a, a licensing deal with the MLBPA so we could like do player tees and we had a big warehouse and office. I hired my friends, like it was the best time of my life. And I always enjoyed the messages that you receive often about how, even though it's a clothing brand, like it, it gave a lot of these baseball players confidence to be a baseball player and like walk around and like show people like I play baseball. And that was always my greatest accomplishment with that brand and so when i left there to get into golf i was kind of seeking for that again and that's where reading these messages i'm like like whoa like this is you know this all over again and potentially even bigger i mean it's like magical there's there's like a there's like an experience of like it's it's like magical yeah i'm making i'm making a hat and a shirt and yet somehow this idea of random golf club is is changing lives i just wanted to be a part of it 
you know, it's funny. Like, I feel like if someone heard the this conversation without really understanding what's happening, they would kind of be like, these guys need to like, just chill. Okay. Like it's a hat, but I'm also here to say it's not right. Like it's, it's not. And I think that is kind of where I, uh, you know, it's like, it's funny. The example of this conversation is like, we we're talking about, uh, the business first. Right. It's like it's like the relationship we talked about when we met. Then we talked about fonts and quantities. And it's like no, but like the re- the real deal is that um, the only you know, when someone when this hat sold 10 to one, when the when the condensed din hat had some meaning, it didn't mean anything then. Right. Th- this hat meant zero. Mm-hmm. And people still bought it. Yeah, there was nothing to define it. And in fact, I went back in my computer in in research of this, and I found that the earliest mention of Random Golf Club is March 1st, 2018. And it literally says in my computer, it says, Random Golf Club. And it says, uh, it says, uh, I will I will cancel my country club membership and I will like roam the earth playing public courses. Uh, the main idea of Random Golf Club is, and then that's it. It doesn't say anything else. And you failed to share this with me. <laughs> that's disappointing. That's I disappointing. I wonder if I'm actually accurate there. That's because there's some good stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, let me see. I mean, it, it's 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 hilarious. Let's see here. Sent. Yeah. So here it is. It says, <laughs> "Random Golf Club." I quit my membership at Wilshire and head out to head out on the road to meet up with members of this golf club centered around a manifesto of sorts, colon. The first rule of random golf club is colon end of document. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. That's the, that's the first mention of, of it. It, It's, it's almost cryptic. Like it's almost like, did it get deleted? Was this a dream? Was this created at two in the morning? I mean, I love the idea of the first rule of Ram Golf Club and there's just nothing like that. <laughs> I think that stays like if we eventually add on to 17B and stuff, like rule number yeah. one is just forever blank. Just blank. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, and then the second one is uh, there's a manifesto written June 7th, which I believe I shared this with you. Does this look familiar? No. No. Have you seen this person? <laughs> um, but I think, well, anyway, that the idea that Random Golf Club didn't mean anything that is interesting, but I think w- what what gets interesting to me is the idea that um, s- someone's wearing it not because it looks cool. Exactly. It's because it means something. And I think what's funny about Random Golf Club is that it actually means something and it doesn't need to be defined in a way like the name itself defines it. Like it's a descriptive title. Does that land for you? Kind of? Yeah. That goes back to our conversation. We had a meeting, was it yesterday where you asked, um, what is the purpose of the store in five years? Like what, like define what the store is going to be. And we got into like the product of it a little bit, but for me it was, it's exactly what you're saying. It's, it's the it's the monogram 
on a shirt or hat. It does not matter what that short or shirt or hat is. Like it's the brand itself is is the important thing. It's not going to matter how technical something is. It's going to come down to Random Golf Club at the end of the day. You know, I've always had this opinion of like, of you know, t- typically tourists are given a bad rap, right? They're, it's like it's like, oh, he's a tourist, or like I hate tourists, like get him out of my place or whatever. And I've always been like, why? Like being being complimented by someone's time and money and traveling's not easy for someone to travel to your home or wherever and be a tourist and not know anything and ask questions and 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 like respect your civilization in that way is is the highest compliment you can get and so in a way it's like it drives me crazy that there are some cultures that like look down on tourists and sure maybe you've become overrun by tourism and you're uh you know, a, a tourist destination. But I mean, even then the world is a, you know, um, a, 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 a place of, I can't remember the word I'm thinking of when everybody supports each other. Anyone know the word? It's a complicated word. Buddhist word. Interdependent. Even then we all re- re- rely on each other, but the, 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 the simplest part of it is I feel the same way about the hat, right? Is that uh, it's it's not about making a cool hat. It's about, I believe, making something that people feel connected to that they that they that they feel like represents them. Yeah, I remember when when you got the first the white hat with the red script on it, and you like were filming it. You're, I think you're doing like an unboxing video or something, and that was in there. And like your reaction to that, where you like almost got choked up about it. I mean, that's the reaction a lot of people have. And that's, it's just a white hat. There's nothing spectacular about the hat itself. Yeah, because you had sent me the sample or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Because it, it, yeah, it's like, it's like, um, that's one of the interesting things about these, this process of making things with you is it's like, it's like, I love the idea stage. Mm-hmm. I love like drawing and I love mood like, boards. Yeah. Mood boards. I don't even understand them. <laughs> like I do love the idea stage. I like, there's a hilarious video of, of what would become the RGC app. That's just like me and a whiteboard, like mating basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, that's my favorite part, you know? And, and it's really cool to then watch it, create something that then goes and has its own life in more of a tangible way than cause cause the videos I've said this before, but you know, I almost quit making the videos because I was like, this is not fulfilling. Mm-hmm. But then when someone said, Hey, you know, that video meant something to me. And I was like, Oh wait, there's fulfillment that is outside me. This is actually, you know, I mean, certainly it's a job and I get paid, but it's, it's also a service. It seems like there's another benefit that I can extract or, 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 put into it right which is growth kind of you know or yeah and what i'm getting at is the moment that you've had which is unlike the moment i've had where you see someone wearing a random golf club hat and you're tony and you've been there since v1 with the with the small c and they have no idea who i am yeah and and what what's the what's the situation you walk in and you're like, nice hat. 
it's it's happened probably four times. The first person, I was like in shock and didn't say anything. <laughs> Where were you? Um, I was in a pro shop somewhere, somewhere in Milwaukee, one of the county courses. Yeah, I was just like I couldn't move. Um, that's so nuts. Do you remember when around that was? Like a year ago, maybe a little more. Yeah, it it all, it all happened like within like a few weeks of each other. It was like, does everybody in the like in Milwaukee have a, a RGC hack? Cause that kind of what it seemed. It seemed like that. Um, yeah, it was a little later. We had we had come out with some more stuff, but then I saw a guy, um, not the flex, but whistling straights. Hell yeah! Got to go play there, and I said nice hat to him. And I happened to have a sleeve of the seventeen V vice balls, and so we were chatting a little bit. And I'm just like. Oh, by the way, I like I designed that hat, and he's like, "What? No way!" And it was, we had a little chat, and so I gave him a sleeve of balls, and it was a cool little interaction. And then in the clubhouse, a different guy, same day, had a hat on, and I just gave him a nice hat, and that was it. So you don't ever say like, I mean, I guess it's it's a, it would be awkward to be like, "I designed that hat." Yeah, it's a bit awkward. <laughs> <laughs> nice hat. And then there was a cat. that should be a shirt. It should say nice hat. I'll put that on the, the Eric's idea list that never comes to fruition. <laughs> Wait, by the way, can we just go over? I had a crazy idea. Remember when I, I remember I slacked you at 2 a.m. about the coin? Did you see that? Slack yeah, yep. The coin. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking we should make a coin that's like a ball mark. Did I say in the note that it should actually have a value? Yeah, yep. And that we would buy the coin back from people and that essentially depending on how many people buy the ball mark coin it would increase in value so that it's like bitcoin so therefore we could create our own currency with ball marks <laughs> ball mark coin i think it could be good the problem is is if someone buys a coin from us an rgc coin for what is it gonna be 30 bucks what no do you want idea. to start at that who knows who knows about bitcoin Evan don't you I have got, to like mine it first somehow? Like, what do you mean mine it? From where? I don't know. I don't know anything about we Bitcoin. Are, we are the treasury. I'm just trying to sound like I know. We are the bank. Google it. Do you need to mine it before you sell it? I think we just create it. I think we birth it. We're not mining anything. We're create. We're creators. We're not miners. So are we going to like just hoard most of it and then just <laughs> become millionaires someday? Or what's the end goal? Uh... Well, I thought the end goal was just like have fun. Like I thought it'd be really funny, because because here's the thing too is like imagine this like we've got like a little partnership with Chase, so like Chase could accept RGC coins, <laughs> <laughs> FCC insured. Like think about that. Like think, about, think and think about this too. Like imagine imagine if you went to a golf course and you paid an RGC coin. The only thing my. My first reaction is all the emails I'm going to get saying, why is my RGC coin worth 13 cents when I paid 30 for it? It'll be worth more. It'll only go up in value. Think about it. I don't know how it works. I have no idea how it works, but every other cryptocurrency goes up in value. But it also drops. Bitcoin's worth $40,000. And how much were the first Bitcoins? Bitcoin? None of us know. We're not experts. No. In currency in general but i just think i mean think about that though that you could use it because think my thought is i i would buy a, a, a member of the community would buy a coin a ball mark which would be a ball mark yeah but it's also a coin in the sense that we will buy it back from you at this new price depending on how many we sell 
is everyone going to rush the bank? Is it going to be like a Great Depression? <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's kind of what that's I'm thinking. That's the question. There's only one way to find I guess out if it gets so valuable. So wait, that's the question. We don't want to buy them all back. We could. Yeah, that. I have some fundamental um, understandings that I need to gain. Yeah, and let the record show these two a.m. conversations before we had Slack, which is a godsend. Yeah, these happened on the phone or voice message that were like thirty minutes long. It was all just voice message, voice memos, voice memos, and iMessage. I had to like sit down in a dark room away from the kids <laughs> with a notebook and decipher the code that you were speaking. True, truly, it was more efficient. It was the most efficient at the time. Yeah, at the time. Um. Yeah. We'll talk about the... We'll talk about the coin later. <laughs> we'll, the coin later. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll circle back to that. Uh, yeah. Let's take a quick break. And then I want to I see more of, the, uh, of some of the products and hear you talk about them. All right, folks. One little ad read here from Stamps. Uh, let's face it. Taking a trip to the post office is insane. Don't do it. That's why I recommend mailing and shipping online at stamps.com. It allows you to mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. And if you have a computer, you can send letters, ship packages, and pay a lot less with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and Mo. Stamps.com has saved business is thousands of hours of times and money, of tons of money, and t tons of money, tons of money, tons. Stamps.com, you get the services of the post office and the UPS all in one place. And so anyway, you're going to go to Stamps.com to get 62% off UPS and 40% off the post office. Not to mention Stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Uh, yeah, so you just go to Stamps.com. Stop wasting time going to the post office and go to Stamps.com instead. Super easy, folks. How painless was that? Stamps.com. All right, folks, Precision Pro, proud sponsor of Random Golf Club, big fans of this crew. Precision Pro's mission is to help golfers feel confident with quality rangefinders at an affordable price. Well, mission accomplished because they did it. They've been around for seven years and were the first to introduce a sub two bill slope rangefinder. That's under $200. And now they're still the one and only company that offers lifetime free battery replacement services, which is honestly really rad. But they didn't stop there. They continue to innovate throughout the years. And their fourth generation rangefinder has all the features that golfers need to help them get to know their distances and improve the games. Because uh, best of all, there's a random golf club version. I actually want to offer, I, w I went to their offices and sat down with their designer to create a rangefinder with the random golf club flair to it. It's beautiful. Our listeners can receive an extra $20 off the random golf club rangefinder or any of their laser rangefinders by using the code RGC20. That's RGC20. Swing with confidence, hit more greens with Precision Pro Golf. And we're back. Okay, so a couple questions for you here, Tony. Uh, where did you get that hat? Um, I think I got it on... I don't know. I had to scour the internet. It's the MLB uh, umpire hat. So it is tricky to find at times. So quick Google search, you might be able to find something. It's an official, it's a piece of official equipment. I, I believe, yeah. I believe these are the actual hats that umpires wear because the bill is just a hair shorter than a normal hat. And I, I'm guessing it's because of the mask or you know whatever. Right. Umpire is they—they should have more of an effect. They, they should bring an umpire to the game of golf. The rules official is just—I don't like it. 
Well, what's funny is the umpire in baseball is usually hated on, but like they have the most fire gear. They do. Like this hat is is amazing. <laughs> and part of the reason why I even started my first company was because the baseball market was is bad. Yeah. Terrible. What's the best logo in golf? Oh wow. Tough question. I would say Whistling Straits, just it's a little nostalgic for oh, me. Oh, interesting. It okay. is really badass, but I like that. Um oh interesting. If you had to do it all over again, what would that logo look like? Mm. Interesting. I don't even want to think about that. Yeah, it's a tough. Is it a tough question? I'm I'm sorry for asking it. Um more water bottles. Add it to the list. Um what's one company that you pull inspiration from? Ooh, that's a great question. I've got a few. I love uh Benny Gold. He's a skater in San Francisco. I loved him because he was one of the first uh, brands that did a lot of process stuff, like behind the scenes. And me, that was just super fascinating. Um, Bodega is a great one. I love their vintage uh, kind of advertising style. Kith is probably top for me and a good comp for us to try and move towards because they're very good at storytelling. And that's a direction I want to head. Do you have any tips for logo design? Spend time uh, getting inspired. A lot of time researching. I would say like, honestly, 80, 90% of my time is spent being inspired and grabbing things and putting them in my my Pinterest boards, which are like my little black book of of inspo. Um, yeah, you're, you'll when you come across a project, then uh, it's kind of like, you know, shooting a three-pointer in basketball. Like you do it enough times, it becomes muscle, muscle memory. So like in design, I do so much research that if we are brought to a project upon us, like the Jones Bank recently, when that project is brought to me, I already have like a folder system in my head of ideas, like right. ready to rip. He's re- he's referring to designing a new golf bag from the ground up. Yep. Which basically you showed me and gave me like a two day deadline. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. Which I, I love that. You do. Oh, now I, mean, I know. No. Now I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a nice one. No questions. Thanks for the corduroy. My man. Um, what? Uh, here's a good one. Let's design a golf course. I didn't write that. Is that no, like a uh, reputable some, person? Some, like, <laughs> is that a real thing? Because I, I am totally down for that. Um, they will favorite, be all short par fours. Fa- favorite era of golf clothing. Ooh. I've been huge in the 90s recently. I don't know my music my music taste at the time kind of dictates a little bit of my design style and i've been like big into vaporwave and like synthwave 90s kind of vibes so i naturally look to that for inspiration you know what i just realized is we should probably be listening to the same music all the time yeah because i am you and you are me basically yeah or like just maybe everyone at random golf club should just always be listening to you know we should we should just synchronize we should just be on the same wavelength, literally. Okay. <laughs> I mean, who gets to decide that? Is it going to be like K-pop, country? I mean, you Mixture know, of everything? Right now, we're 13 people. so Everybody puts a couple songs yeah, in? Yeah, you get, you get four weeks a year where you get to decide. I love exactly. that. Big fan. Exact, exactly, right? It's four, 52. We can't hire anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, tell us about the new clubs, Snake Eyes. Ooh, ooh. I didn't want to bring that up 
because I did just get them. They are Smith & Wesson Snake Eyes Blades. I mean, they're probably made from melting actual butter knives, I'm pretty sure. Um, they're frightening. And I was potentially going to use them today in our match, but I'm also terrified. So It sounds scary. Yeah, I, I didn't want to bring them up, so thanks whoever said that. Um, where are the visors, fam? Mm, we need more visor fans. We do. Oh, people don't, they don't, they don't. They kind of tapered off a little bit. Um, we'll definitely do visors again, yeah. but, and you know, we're kind of dictated on sales a little bit. So that person just needs to buy like a hundred in his <laughs> next order. You need to get your friends into the visor game. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> uh, how dope is the skeleton golfing logo? We're just going to need to revisit this. We have so many different logos that we want to get into and we're running out of time. You know, I wanted to talk about the till death logo and yeah. the winged paw and the randamu and all of those stories. So we'll just need to do that at a different time. Um, Oh, here's a good question. Which one of you smokes more weed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's got to be you. Because I don't smoke any. When was the last time you smoked weed? If it was less than 20 years ago, it's I you. went to a wedding in Denver. I'll just <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the beginning of a great book. Um. um this message is from Kate Napton. She says, whoever oh, tied God. him down is a lucky lady. <laughs> <laughs> Did she actually send that? Yeah. That's um, my wife. Any plans on um, performance workout gear for RGC? I think so. I think one of our big focuses can be functionality, uh, giving meaning to the pieces. So, yeah, I totally see some workout stuff coming. Um, can I get, ooh, you're going to like this one. Can I get a PNG of the Till Death logo for a, you fill in the blank. Do you know what they want to do? No. Tattoo. That's good. Alfred Jack, you're a legend. You should join our match today. Yeah, you should. You come out and play golf with us right now. Um, will you be incorporating Rule 17B into a future collection? Yeah, we've done it in the past on a hat, but I, I definitely think as it's grown in popularity, um, it will be featured more. Yeah. Um, RGC vest, please. Um, vest? Yeah. Well, we have the zip-off one coming, so we're good. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh gosh. Um, what program do you use? Um, it depends. I, I usually use Illustrator because we work mostly in vector. Um, I don't want to get into the technicalities of that, but if it's image based, I'll use Photoshop. But then I also use um, my iPad. A lot, most of my illustration stuff um, comes in with uh, drawing on my iPad. So I use Adobe Fresco, is a good one because you can draw in vector, which is amazing, and then Procreate. Um, as an inspiring industrial designer, what's some ways to break into the golf industry? Hmm. Be different. Golf is just kind of, there's a new wave that's coming through that's kind of knocking down with the traditional golf. And that's what I did with Radri and people kind of noticed. And that's kind of how I broke in. So yeah, just be as different as possible and have purpose to what you're doing. And message Eric. It is interesting because because you do at some point right you you create things one one creates something and 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 another one connects to it and that's the cycle. It's so like simple. Has it changed for you the simplicity? Like as far as just my design style or life? Well, because. 
you would maybe design if you lived in a vacuum, right? You would yeah. you would design a, yeah. little, a little bit, but but the real essence of design am I am I making an assumption here? Does it really exist when someone else observes it and connects to it? You're getting pretty deep on me here. Can't can't go there. Um, Tony's left the chat. I think the best design is when you can come across with what you're trying to say in as little as possible. That's like my end goal for all my design stuff, which is very difficult to do, but. Relates to another question that we have here. What is more important to you as a designer, effective or efficient? Ooh. Well, right now it's efficiency. Um, the goal is effective. I mean, as we keep growing and add more people, but I think it's a combination of both for sure. Last question. How do you prioritize your work with a finite resourcing scope and budget? Tough question. Well, luckily, I don't have to worry about the budget. So I just kind of go as crazy as possible. And then I'm, you know, told to tone down. Um, what was the other part? Budget and all oh, resources. Yeah. And like I guess I spend probably 80, 90% of my time researching. Big part of it. Yeah. That's also how my brain kind of works. Like I, we go to the grocery store walk down the cereal aisle, I kind of get lost in there because there's so much great design in the cereal aisle. <laughs> kind of a problem. Yeah. Oh, here's a question. Uh, who is your favorite UX designer from Justin Hong 7? <laughs> I'm going to go with Justin. That's our, that's our UX designer <laughs> for the app. He's incredible. We spend a lot of time together. Um, it's it's almost hard to have a podcast with you, I'll be honest, because it's almost like there's just too much, right? Like it's 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 like there's too much information to uh like contextualize yeah i just had a conversation with peter yesterday kind of about this and how it's gonna be fun when we get in the office and like be able to do more of this and not such like a compressed you know format um yeah, i'm really looking forward to a little more behind the scenes and giving people more of this yeah the office will be hopefully i think i heard a whisper of like three months yeah Exciting. Three months and three months in a year, it'll be three months away. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just almost moved back to Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, that'll be exciting. Uh, what, uh, what do you hate? What do I hate about what? Just in general? That's it. Um, gorgonzola cheese. Really? Hate it. What do you love? Um, Sour Patch Kids. Big part of my design. You want to talk about resources? My what, my perfect creative zone is like 1130 at night. Kids are sleeping. Everybody's been messaged on Slack. Customers are taken care of. Eric's little green light on Slack still still on, so I know he's awake. <laughs> I throw the headphones in, have a couple beers, have a coffee, and I have a, a pile of candy. That is... Ideal situation right there. I I love that. I didn't really have the visual until now. I can't believe I didn't know that. I was yeah. just like, yo, he's cracking. He's on. Like, we're it. That's what I'm doing. The, yeah. Vaporwave is just blaring through the headphones. I don't know. I got to hear some Vaporwave now. We're going to play it on the golf course. Landon, Landon's big into Vaporwave. Okay. Um, what, um, what about you? What do you want to see? Have, do you have like a situation like that when you're trying to be creative? Um. I've quit all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't I don't have um the opportunity to do that. Watching that, Game of Thrones. Yeah. We'll talk about this separately. It's okay. it's a, it's it's strange because I used to have that and now I feel like uh, yeah, it just doesn't <laughs> Now it's either I'm I'm on a video call or I'm watching TV or I'm in bed thinking. <laughs> yeah. And that's and and it's at some point it's always like just notebook. That's what it feels like. It's not my favorite, actually. It's not my favorite. Yeah, I, I know preferred you... it the other way. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's okay. Uh, what do you want to see before you die? Wow, get deep. I'd like to see my kids live a happy and healthy life. One of them is. Well, they're both born in. Well, no. Oh no, they're not born in born in Texas. No. Did you ever think that they would grow up in Texas? No, never in a million years. Yeah. But I do yeah. love it here, so I'm excited for them to enjoy it. I mean, we got to go to the park in the middle of January, so yeah, I'm, we're loving that. Um, well, we're gonna go. We're gonna go play golf. Um, what's we we have only played golf together twice. Is that true? Twice during meetups. Yes, during yeah. meetups. Yep. We've never played individually no we were going to when we were at the pga show when you were with landon and then uh yeah we never ended up playing but you played at um penmar in la yep. and at winter park yep two great nine hole courses yeah terrifying oh. experiences to, why in the terrifying? best way pat in the best way possible i think i was unique in that when we were in orlando that was my first one and i first tee everybody's nervous and i was like as far away in the back as possible hiding from you. And somehow you're like, where's Tony? <laughs> <laughs> and just called me to the front. And uh, did you go I, off in the first wave? Yeah, I had to. You called me out <laughs> and you had your phone out and you were like recording me. And I was just like standing over my ball shaking and I chunked it. <laughs> and I chunked it. See, I don't even remember. That's probably going to happen today. I feel like every time I golf with you, it's in some like it's it's a situation. No one will remember. There's nobody else can be with us. Would you rather be about. good at golf or good at what you do? I don't care about being good at golf. Good. I've never taken a lesson. That's the unwritten RGC rule. Yeah. It's it. I, there must be a parallel there. Like, what has golf taught you? Forget things quickly. <laughs> Very quickly. Winter, that is Winter Park was two years ago. Or was it last year? No, it was two years ago. Was it really? Wow. Wait, was it last January? No, no, no. Maybe it was last year. No. So Winter Park. The Winter Park, what? I shanked one into the cemetery. <laughs> Not many people saw. After designing the Till Death hat, what are the chances? I, that inspired it, I think. <laughs> but not many people saw. We laughed about it. And like, what better spot to shank one into a cemetery than a, a meetup? But that's just... That's how golf is, though. I had to go hit my next shot and try and forget that I hit it into a road. That's right. That was. And those were within a month of each other. So we did Orlando. Yeah. And then, no, there was like, that was like two weeks apart. Yeah. And then were. two weeks later, we played Penmar. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And so apparently we've been told by the uh, video team at Random Golf Club that we have to make a wager. We have to make a bet. Mm -hmm. 
Do, are you a gambling man? Not until right now. I'm not either, really. I mean, I love to gamble, actually. <laughs> I suck at I golf. I love it. I'm not, I'm not confident in my golf game enough to bet on it. So. Yeah, I like gambling on things that I have no involvement in, like blackjack or craps yeah. or roulette. Like, I like gambling just on just, like, the, just the universe. Yeah. But if it's me, it's just it's way too much pressure. Um, okay, so so we need to we need to have a wager. It was, it was the the idea was thrown to me that we should we should play for a tattoo. The great idea. You you and I have talked about getting a tattoo. You you we have no you have you have probably 20 tattoos. 15 or something. 15. Yeah. I've got low single digit uh, mid high single digits, maybe 6. I I'm surprised I don't know. I should know the number. Um I'm I I actually tried to get a tattoo covered up. And uh, it it failed. It didn't take. So maybe we could get that covered up. I came up with an idea for what I could get it covered up as, but then I can't remember. Anyway, um, the uh, yeah, some tattoos are permanent. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see? I actually saw a sick tattoo the other day. It said, "Life is temporary. This tattoo is permanent." I was kind of like, wow, I got to go get a coffee. Um, What, uh, how are we going to decide what? Well, I feel like we both have wanted to get a tattoo. We've talked about this, like you said. So if we want to make it interesting, it should be maybe tattoo roulette style where it's maybe we don't know what it's going to be. It's predetermined and maybe we mix in some, uh, some bad ones, maybe make it a little interesting. Define bad one like unicorn. Tramp stamp? Exactly. I, I'm i not sure I'm committed at that level. <laughs> we can tone it down a little bit. I mean, yeah. Maybe it's just a unicorn on your on your thigh. Yeah. I mean, the truth is we both want to get tattoos. Yeah. And the truth is, I guess, I guess the truth is we're, we're good collaborators. So maybe it's just that the loser, <laughs> the thing is, if I lose, the loser has to take whatever tattoo design and placement that the winner chooses. The truth is I'd be behooved to lose then because you're a great designer right. and you've got great understanding of negative space and positive. You would, you would probably give me my best tattoo I've ever had. Yeah, so doesn't losing is winning. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was getting at. We need to sprinkle in some bad ones. Yeah. All right. Well, more on that. We need to get to the golf course. Have you you've played one round of golf in Austin or two, three, one and a half? You played uh, Wolf Dancer. Yep. And you we played Lions together a few holes. A few holes, and then nine with these hooligans at Hancock. Yep. Right. And so now we're going to go to Riverside, which is uh, I've been on the property, but I don't know much about it. It's a pretty short course. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna unfurl. The clubs. Let's do it. Do I have to play the snake eyes? Um, no, you can. Okay. No. Because if I play the snake eyes, then you should have to play the snake eyes too. That's that's the rule. Yeah, I don't think you should play the snake okay. eyes then. I'll save. I'll save those. <laughs> I'll save those. Well, thank you for being. I, I can't believe this is the first time we've done a podcast together. Yeah, it's been in the works for a while. Yeah, I feel like this is interesting. So we'll do more. Um, I'm really looking forward to, like I said, we didn't have time today, but I'm really looking forward to going through more and more and more of the product. So if you have any questions for Tony, here's his email. Don't send them to the customer service email, please. He hates customers. 
Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well, uh, thank you again. I, I really, I, I, um, it, it, there, there's a lot of creative relationships that I think we go through in our lives. This one is just like constantly exciting. And in a, in a, and this is a compliment. One of my favorite things when you send me a design and I'm like, whoa, that is ugly. And then I'm like, wait, it's not, it's beautiful. And that is kind of, um, you know, like a smooth piece of metal has to be filed. And it's like, that's kind of the way I think about like a good idea mm-hmm. is it's like, we just keep th- like filing it with our thinking and our, in our viewpoint and ugly is probably the wrong word, but that is like strange. Right. But then it's like, it sits with it. And it's like, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've come with some pretty wild ideas. I w- I've uh, never worked ugly. with anybody. <laughs> like when you requested the purple corduroy, I would never have suggested that. And it's one of my favorite hats. <laughs> Does it, did, did it, um, did the, did the community like the hat? No. Yes. They the did. community likes everything we've come up with. Really? Yeah. But we order accordingly. Yeah. You know, if it's a little crazier, we'll tone down the numbers a little bit. He's referring to the purple corduroy hat that has a skeleton dancing on it in yellow with the letters <laughs> RGC spelled out in bones. <laughs> that's that's correct. That is, is that just till death and purple corduroy? Mm-hmm. All right. All right, let's go play some golf. Let's do it.